Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for a Journey podcast. So glad that you're with us. We're in John chapter 2. Jesus has turned the water into wine. He has gone into the temple and they were money changing. Man, they were ripping people off. They had developed a system to steal from people in the house of God. Now, this isn't about having a bake sale. <laughs> right now, I know some churches, well, you can't have a bake sale because that's money changing. Well, no, not really. It's not what they were doing in the temple. They had developed a system right? If you were going to sacrifice a dove, you had to buy their dove. You had to buy their dove with their money. But here's the problem. They wanted Roman money, and then they would give you an unfair exchange rate for the money. You would lose money on the deal, and then they would jack up the price of the dove. And so that's what was going on. So Jesus was just mad because they had made a significant place, a place developed to declare his glory, a place developed where the priest would go in to the Holy of Holies and the very spirit of God would descend and forgive the people of their sin. Jesus was coming to fulfill that ultimately. He was going to be the ultimate sacrifice and everything in the temple pointed to what Jesus was going to do on the cross just not long after this. And, and, and so he was just livid that they would take this symbol, this roadmap, if you will, this, this billboard of what's to come and defile it like that. And so he tipped everything over and made a big mess. So here's the question. Have you ever sensed that somebody wasn't telling you the complete truth? Have you ever sensed that maybe there's something beneath the surface here? Where there were some Jews looking on as Jesus trashed the temple, which he was right to do. That was the perfect response. As always with Jesus, that was the right thing to do. So these Jews came up to him in verse 18, and this is what they said. So the Jews said to him, now what sign do you show us for doing these things? In other words, they're saying, look, what you just did is so demonstrative. It's so huge. You have to be showing us something. So what is it? So Jesus said to them, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Now the Jews then said to him, it has taken 46 years to build this temple, and you're going to rebuild it in three days? And so now that's not what Jesus was saying. He was referring to a different temple. So he goes on and he says this. He says, but he was speaking about the temple of his body, right? Paul would say in 1 Corinthians that, know you not that you are the temple of the spirit of God and the spirit of God lives within you. So he was talking about his body being the temple. When therefore he was raised from the dead, his disciples then remembered what they had heard on this day. When they said, when he said this, and then they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. So the Jews sensed something was coming. They sensed that Jesus was different. He spoke with authority. He did things nobody else would dare to do. So they wanted to know what was beneath it all. So Jesus told them, Jesus said, here's the deal. It's about me. Uh, you kill me. And in three days, I'm going to resurrect from the dead, validating everything I've ever said to you. Now, most of them didn't get it, but his apostles did. Then he goes on right after that, and he goes into an environment where he knew he shouldn't join the crowd at an intimate level. Have you ever done that? Have you ever walked into a room, big room, and there's different groups of people, little cliques of people all around there talking, doing whatever, and there's, there's one or two cliques that you look at them, and you just get something in your gut where you're like, yeah, I don't need to go over there. I don't need to be a part of that. Look at what Jesus does. So now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name because of what he did in the temple and because of what he was preaching, because he is the son of God and he spoke with authority and perfect truth, right? 
when they had saw the signs that he was doing. But Jesus, on his part, did not entrust himself to them because he knew all people and needed no one to bear witness about man, for he himself knew what was in man. So Jesus is in this group. He's preaching and teaching. His exploits are becoming infamous at this point, just hours later, and people are beginning to believe in him. But there were a few groups of people there that in them wasn't something good. It was actually something evil. And so Jesus held back from giving himself completely to them, moving into the crowd, being surrounded by them, letting them take hold of him. He spoke from a distance and he talked from a distance to draw those who wanted to be drawn, but also to say, you know what? I don't need anybody to tell me about that group over there. I know who they are and I know what they're about. And so he held back. So I want to ask you a question today, if I can, as we end our time. Are you a person that absolutely positively believes that Jesus is who he says he is? Has he done enough? Has he shown you enough to believe? And if he has and you haven't, why haven't you? Right now, that can change. Pray with me. Well, Father, we love you so much. And Lord, I just pray right now, if there's someone here that doesn't know you, wherever they're listening from, Lord, you... you, Thank you for uh, people listening all over the world. But Father, if they're listening and they don't know you, I pray right now, Lord, they'll pray this. They'll just pray, Jesus, it's me. Thank you for letting me pray. Please, Father, forgive me of my sins as I declare you, Jesus, Lord of my life. Forgive me. Holy Spirit, come into me and change me from the inside out. I pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. And amen. If you prayed that prayer, the Bible says you've been born again. And guess what that means? That means you're going to have unbelievable grace for every step of your journey from this moment onward. God bless you. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for being with us for this episode of Grace for a Journey. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Connect with us at our website, www.graceforajourney.org, or you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We hope to connect with you there.